Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Hello everyone, welcome to Drag Me Out. My name is Cass. My name's Haley. I think. You think? People tell me. Might need to check your driver's license, da. Oh, I've lost that again. I only just got a new one. Yeah, but you got one on your phone, right? Yeah, but I needed the physical one to do my passport and it was up for renewal. So I got a new one and then I've lost it again. <laughs> That's future Haley's problem. How was your week? It was okay. Oh, you want me to elaborate? It was really okay. Um, actually, no, it was it was all right. Uh, what did we do? What did I do this week? What did I do? What did I do? Think, 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 think. Went to the office again. Um. Oh, I I received a phone call. I probably told you, but there are people apparently who listen to this, so they can hear it too. Um, I got a phone call. Did I tell? Did I say on the podcast at all that I joined a? Yes, I did because we talked about the tra- a treadmill. Yep. So they actually contacted me and went, oh, um, because you joined the gym, uh, we're going to give you a couple of personal training sessions on mm-hmm. the house. And I went, free is my favorite price. So I do my first one on uh, Friday next week mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, I believe his name is Finn, which might be a good omen because my second puppy's name is Phineas and we call him Finn or Finny. True. So it could be an omen. Uh, so, yeah, we went to the farmer's markets today and that was nice. It was something different. We went there pretty early in the morning. So the weather was lovely and it wasn't a very big one, but we grabbed some stuff and, you know, it was just something different and it got the dogs out and we got, you know, went for a little bit of a drive and then went to my mum's and hung out there for a little bit and walked down memory lane going through some stuff. And then um, we decided to come home and, of course, the car had been sitting in the sun in the western suburbs of Sydney for three hours. I'm surprised it was still there. Like uh, stepping into Satan's sauna. <laughs> it was pretty hot, pretty mm. hot. Uh, and so, yeah, and then we just drove home. But the sun was beating down the whole time and they're doing bloody construction work over the bridge and they're chopping lanes like over the weekend. So you can't just fly doing 100, uh, sorry, 100 doing 80 kilometers an hour like you normally would like you have to go down to 40 and you're just in this long line and the sun's still beating down on you and it it doesn't matter if you've got tinted windows it's just hot um but you know it was still a good day it's been a good it's been an okay week I'm not gonna lie what about you um my week's boring so I thought of something different I was gonna do general musings okay that I might make me sound really dumb but it's just some of those things that, you know, if someone tells you something and you don't question it and that's just what you believe and then it never enters your mind again. Mm-hmm. So what I found out, so when I was little, like, and this is going up into my teens, do you know those big rolls of metal that are on the back of trains that go past on the freight trains? Mm-hmm. So I was told as a child that they were big rolls of duct tape. We used to call them big rolls of sticky tape. 
Right. And up until about a year ago, I thought that's what they were. I just never questioned it. So I saw one go past the other week and I'm like, that's, they're not duct tape. I was, I was relatively close to it. I'm like that, that's not duct tape, but it, like, you just never question it. So that's what mm -hmm. I learned. And then the other thing that I learned was I always assumed that six figures, if you earned six figures, it was a million dollars. Because, mm. and here's, here's my reasoning, because okay. I thought it was the zeros. Right. right? So I just never, and I never thought of it again. Like if someone said they earned six figures, I was like, okay, so you, like, you know, you earn above a million dollars. But turns out, no, that's not right. No. Apparently I earned six figures. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we both... We yeah. both earned six figures. Because someone it's, said it to me at work and I was like, oh, do we? <laughs> I didn't know. It's, it's when someone says to you, you earn seven figures, you go, gee, that's a lot of money. Well, yeah, that's now I, now I know that that's a lot of money. I thought six figures was a lot of money. I just never, I never questioned it. I just never went into it. My brain was just surface level. So that was my two things that I did this week was think about random shit that I learned. Fun facts. If you didn't Fun know facts. that, if you didn't know that was duct tape, now you know, big rolls of metal. If you didn't know that six figures doesn't mean just the zeros, you've learned something new for the week. The Might more come, you know. The more you know. And shooting star. Shooting star. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my week. General musings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was it? Yeah, that was it. I don't want yep. My week's boring. I don't want to talk about work. Poop. Well, we really can't talk about work. But I did want to say, and I want to put it at the start, is remember to hit that like and subscribe. Please. Please. Because it helps us out. We want to do this. Like, we don't want to get rich from it. That's not, that's not why we're doing it because you go in with that expectation. Like, we want to, we, we don't want to get six or seven figures. <laughs> no. We just, we want to be able to travel to drag cons and drag shows on the company's dime. That's what we want to be able to do because we enjoy doing that. And that in turn supports drag queens. So it just goes around all full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't cost anything to hit like and subscribe. It does not. And it does not cost a cent. Give us some feedback because my husband is obviously the only one in my household that can give me feedback. And it, it reminds me of like Trinity, the tuck, where are the jokes? And I'm like, well, you know, it's not a joke show because he said to me like, oh, I want you, when you guys talk about drag, like it's not that funny. I'm like, it's not supposed to be funny. So what if we put jokes in it? It's going to make it more appealing for him. Mm, I don't really care because he watches every week anyway and he's, he's likes and subscribes. So whatever. He's supporting. Yeah. He's supporting. Plus we've got a few followers in Brussels. I can see the download figures. So bonjour. Excusez-moi. Like and subscribe. I looked it up. Speak yeah, I looked it up before I did it because I thought they spoke German, mm -hmm. but apparently they speak French or predominantly okay. French. Because um, okay. if it was German, I'd be like, "Nein, das ist mein Hamburger," and "Guten Morgen." 
that's it that's all i know like and subscribe we'll put that at the start and we're gonna have a quick word from hero huggers the commercial that we made Cass didn't do much. She just had to do some filming. From... I just had to lay there. Yeah, yeah just had great. to lay there. I did all the editing. And make sure you check out that's, Hero Huggers by Rennie. That's exactly. But that's some of my finest acting, just saying. Yes. And I understand that we both look like tools, but that's what we were going for. So we hit the nail mm -hmm. on the head. We hit the brief. We won the challenge for that week. Congratulations. Give us $10,000. Please. Please. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improved their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Huggers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. So now it's time for the pancreas bursting. Oh, my pancreas. My pancreas. So reading through my exorbitant list of things that annoy me. Going back to Facebook and any sort of social media platform. People who advise people on weight loss on Facebook, like there's lots mm -hmm. of groups, there's lots of, oh, help me, I can't lose weight. Everything for everybody works differently. You have to find out what's working for you. The basics of weight loss is calories in, calories out. But for a woman, it's generally between 1,500 calories and 2,000 calories because that's what you need to function as a working, living human being. If you go less than that, you're starving yourself. You will lose weight for the first two weeks, but then you'll stall, which as we've had the gastric bypass surgery, that happens to us. We do stall, but because we are physically incapable of eating more, our body just adjusts faster people who sit there and advise people on facebook and how easy it is to lose weight and you know not everyone's in the same situations people have hormone imbalances what i'm suggesting is go and see your doctor ask them what course of action you can take if you're not eating healthy eat, eat healthy it's 80 percent food 20 percent exercise but if you're struggling to do it don't ask people on facebook they're not yeah. qualified nutritionists. I'm not qualified nutritionist. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying we've tried all this. Both of us have tried all this. It didn't work for us. Our only option was gastric bypass, which your life's very short. If it makes you happy, do it. If you're miserable because you're, you're larger, I was about to say the F word then, naughty. If you're miserable because you're larger, do it. You only have one life. 
because honestly, I don't regret it. I have days where you regret it, but I don't regret it. I'm happier. I can do more. I pretty much backflip tuck out of bed. Spring tuck. Roll. I don't know. Whatever. I get a 10 from the scoreboard. But yeah, that's my, it's not, not huge, not overly huge, but I just saw a post today about a lady who was struggling about her weight loss and people are like, eat 1200 calories. I'm doing it. It's working for me. And I'm like, no, stop advising people to starve themselves. What's bursting your pancreas? Are there lots of pins in it? <laughs> no. No. What is bursting my pancreas is um, I actually uh, witnessed this conversation and I've had it myself, uh, <clears throat> but anybody who knows me knows not to basically say it anymore because whatever. I, I, As I said, I witnessed the conversation and it was somebody telling a straight person that they were gay, which is fine. You know, the, the person the, did not have a problem with it. What was the context like? No, no, they were just talking and getting to like know each other. It was in a social situation and said, oh, you know, um, my partner and I, and the person said to them, oh, your partner, are, are, are you gay? And okay. they went, yeah. He said, oh, how long have you been together? And so is um, this, wait, is this the straight person asking the gay yeah, person? Yeah, asked how long the gay person had been okay, with their yeah. partner. Like, right. And said, oh, however many years it was. And then ask the question that pisses me off, which is, oh, so which one is the man in the relationship? Okay. So you and I are having a conversation we've met for the first time, right? I talk about my partner. You say to me, oh, you've got a partner. How long have you been together? I go, 14 years. Oh, so instead of going, oh, gee, that's actually quite a decent amount of time. The first, the, the first question out of your mouth, which is the person's mouth that I overheard the conversation with, yeah. which one of you is the man in the relationship? I don't know. But the question is wildly inappropriate. Yes. That's, yes. Because they're, assign, they're assigning gender. And whether you agree with pronouns or, or, or anything, it, 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 it doesn't make, it, it doesn't make any difference at all. Yeah. But I've had the question too when, um, you know, people people choose not to educate themselves and that's whatever. But, you but know. Is it is it similar? Well, is it the same as asking who wears the pants in the relationship, in a hetero relationship? Well, possibly, but, you know, hetero people have got it good anyway, so. Do we? I yeah. don't think so. Well, we know who wears the pants in your marriage. That's true. He knows that too, so that's fine. We are, we know who wears the pants in my marriage, not me. <laughs> but the the thing the thing is though, it's just such a bizarre question because a as I said you're assigning gender. Um, b you're just assuming that there needs to be a dominant and therefore the male is the dominant. So which one's the man, right? Mm -hmm. Now you you know my beautiful lovely wife. My beautiful lovely wife does not look like anything like me at all. And you know I have often said that don't let the the exterior fool you. I'm a girl, mm -hmm. but people would naturally assume that I would be the male in the relationship, and nothing could be further from the truth. So these people because... have just met as well, right? They have known each other for about 30 minutes. Oh, okay. No. See, like. Yeah. It's obviously um, 
lack of education. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this day and age where everything's a lot more PC, which I hate that term, but a lot more PC than it was, that education, the, 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 those are the sort of questions that shouldn't be asked anyway. And it's that's a common sense thing. That's not even an education thing. That's a common sense thing. You know, if you're asking the question, you're basically calling someone a male and someone a female. Yeah. In a same in a same sex relationship. And at the end of the day, if I wanted to marry a man, I would have married a man. And if my wife wanted to marry a man, she would have married a man. Yeah. But that isn't the case. Um, but the reason why it's it's it, it burst my pancreas in particular this week is because I hadn't heard that question for a really long time. And yeah. I thought it was one of those things where people just went, oh. And what made it worse was the person who was asking the question was in their mid-20s. Yeah. So it's just it's just what really got me angry was the fact that this person even had the hide to ask the question. Yeah. Did what was the person's response? He 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 kind of went like this. He said, "Um, why did you ask that question? What are you suggesting that I'm not a man? That's what the question was. Are you suggesting that I'm not a man?" Mm-hmm. I'm good on him. At least he and it was like, it. "Oh no 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 no," and then the everything got sorted out but I was just like sitting there I overheard it and I was just sitting there going fuck you Mm. I'd be actually saying to the guy you know what fuck off you're a fucking homophobic asshole who has absolutely no idea fuck off but you know I'm too much of a lady to do such a lady I am a lady why yeah so mild bursting of le pancreas I mean, I'm not, but I'm also keeping my pancreas in check because remember, I'm having surgery around that area. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to hold in it quite a lot. <laughs> but yeah, no, it just, please, people, please do not assume, please do not assign gender roles to same sex people, people who are in same sex relationships because A, it's offensive, and B, it also means that we should be adhering to heteronormative which is there should be a male dominant and female submissive (laughs) in a relationship. But you know, but you know what I mean, right? I I know exactly what you mean. Basically what they're doing is forcing heteronormative roles on same sex couples. Also, yeah, none of your business. None of your business. You know, there's, I get the feeling this episode's not going to be very funny. Sorry, husband. Sorry. Sorry, husband. We'll make some jokes next week or something. I'll... Where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? You know, I'll, I'll tell that. I'll tell that. What's that joke? The bear and the rabbit are taking a shit in the woods. And the bear turns to the rabbit and says, do you have a problem with shit sticking to your fur? And the rabbit says no. So the bear wipes his ass with the rabbit. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> you never heard that one? <laughs> no. There, there you go, husband. There's your Jake. There's your Jake. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I can't remember that one. It's no. stupid. It's, it's so all, stupid, but it's great. Are stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pancreas just slightly inflamed. Smiled. A little bit. Take some end one. It'll go away, you know? So, 
I'm going to move on to, because we haven't really spoken about it in like quite some time. Even last year, I don't think we spoke about it towards the end. So we're going to talk about our bariatric journeys. Um, sorry, it's not going to be funny, ha-ha. But that's why we did the podcast, I guess. So my weight update, um, I am... So I was I was started off at 126.7 kilos, which is quick math about 280 pounds, mm-hmm. and I am now currently sitting at 86 kilos. No so, way! Yeah, I'm about 189.5 pounds. So it's sort of so it's so oh. it teeters. I teeter I think between 86, 88, but you always sort of have that fluctuation. Um, in size perspective, I've gone from like a 24, 26 to a 16. I could probably squeeze into a 14 in some clothing. Oh, look at you. So I'm probably, I'm probably like, what am I now? Uh, so I had it in May, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. February, March, April, May. So yeah, about, about eight months, eight months, eight or nine Mm -hmm. months. Um, so I'm nine months, eight, eight or nine months out, and I'm looking at probably another, maybe, I think that I will go down another 15, but then put on five, and that'll be my weight. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's where I'll, I'll sit between the 75 and 80 mark, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy with that. Totally happy with that. I kind of look like a melted candle at the moment. Like, everything's just sort of sinking down. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. Like, there's no fat behind it. It's just skin. Um, Some of it will snap back. But it does, it plays with your perception of your body. Um, mm-hmm. That you're bigger than what you actually are. Because um, when I, like, look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, look at, like, all this skin. And then when I put clothes on and sort of maybe some spranks, it sucks me back in again. So, yeah, so that that's where I'm at. Where are you at? What did I start at? 178.5. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I'm still at 122. I've had a big stall, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, so I have um, age to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I'm 14 months post-surgery now. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I, I, I do know is that around the year mark is where everything really starts to, you're, you're recovered now. Your insides are recovered. Um, and the problem is also that your insides recover. That means your stomach settles a little bit, relaxes a little bit more, and I'm eating more. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm not eating anywhere near as much as I was, mm-hmm. and I'm not eating anywhere near as bad as I was. Um, pro- probably because you still, if, if your body's not agreeing with it, it's still coming up, you know, it's, it's not one of those things where magically after 14 months you can eat a triple cheeseburger with the oil dripping and the cheese and all. You can't. But it's some days are better than others. Like today, I didn't eat until nearly one o'clock in the afternoon. That was the first I ate. 
did you find that you were like so you were starving when you got to this point yeah I was ravenous yeah and then so this is what I wanted to talk about because I was, I was a few people at work have had it done as well so I can talk to a lot of people at work about it yeah. but what happens is you can't revert back to your old self where you're like so say okay for instance as your old self you'd go to a restaurant and you'd be like I haven't eaten since lunchtime it's you know eight, seven o'clock eight o'clock at night I'm starving I'm gonna have an entree I'm gonna have a main meal I'm gonna have a dessert like I'm I'm going to eat all of them. And you have to, it's not so much as your stomach game, it's your mental game as well, because you go and you're like, I'm going to go to the shops and I'm going to get a chicken setzel and some chips and whatever it is that you are feeling in that moment, because you're so hungry, but most likely you're going to have four bites and you're done. So I'm like, you have to change that mentality as well, that Mm. you aren't actually as hungry as you think you are. It's just going to, you're not going to eat as much. Um, I've like wasted so much food from, you know, being at work and I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten. So I've got to go get something, but you know, not everywhere has small portions and mm. I waste half of it because I'm, I'm really hungry and old me could have put that away plus probably another meal. But mm. now it's like that mental game that you've got to play with your stomach where I've been getting better at it where I'm like, you know what? I could eat those last two bites or I could just leave it. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, I can't, if, if I look at it and go, there's two bites left, I still can't finish the two bites. Right. Mm-hmm. My body just goes nut, nut, nut. And you know what? Most of the time I'm like, yeah, it's all good. Like, you know, I'm not eating big portions, but I'm eating like four or five times through the day, mm-hmm. um, which is technically not grazing. I found out. Cause I thought it was. And no, it's not. it's not even. Um, but today and uh, one or two other days in the last couple of weeks has been, so today I ate the equivalent of what would be just over a full bowl of pasta, but I ate it over two meals, five hours apart. But see, I do that as well where, for instance, if I'm making pasta for everybody, I'll have a little bowl. It's probably half a cup maybe worth of pasta. And mm. I'll eat it and be like, you know what? I could have more. And then I'm like, no, I'll wait. So I'll give it a couple of hours. And then if I'm still hungry, I'll have something else. Um, mm. But generally, it's mm. your brain that's that's fighting you, that's going, well, you can you can eat that. Like, yeah. but yeah, because yeah. it, it's two battles. You, you're battling your stomach and you're battling your brain as well. Like, it's it's hard. You're being a little bit too harsh on yourself because you're not doing that every day. No, no. And I probably am. And the other thing is, you know, when everything settles down and I have looked this up, your stomach does expand a little bit. Of course it does. But Not to the way it it was pre-surgery. It does expand a little bit. And I think I'm in that phase now. Do you still get your period? No. No? But in saying that though, you still have hormones. So yes, I do. I found when I have my period, TMI, don't care. It's period, get over it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's how you people were born. So when I get my period, I find that I can eat more and stuff softens up a lot. Well, see, when you go through menopause, even when you're going through it and you're at the end of it, 
some people, and I'm probably one of those people, I would still experience the symptoms, but not the actual physical act itself. Yeah, because your body's hormones are still changing. Um, yeah. You don't ever, that doesn't ever stop no. your, um, you know, whether it's the lack of estrogen or more estrogen being trying to be pumped into your system. You, you, your hormone, our hormones are never going to change. We're never just going to have the testosterone that men have and not have any other issues. So, yeah. yeah. So you could find that, you know, maybe once every three months you eat more, more than what you would normally eat. Probably. Um, but see, the thing is, and what I got told, and I really have to do it is when you get to the point where I'm at now, you need to go back to the beginning mm-hmm. and go to the shakes again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard that and, as well. And I haven't done it. Uh, but also the thing is when I spoke to last time I spoke to my surgeon and everything, like he said to me, he said, look, let's just take your age into consideration as well. Cause we have to. Um, and he, he actually said to me, because my, my journey was going to be so big because I have to lose between 85 to a hundred kilos. Yeah. Um, he said, this is going to be an on and off struggle for two years. Guaranteed. But the thing is I'm not putting on weight. So I'm kind of in that whole not putting on weight is good. Because even if, while I'm going through all of this, like I put it on yeah. and then it comes off the next week. If you are, well, in saying that though, you fluctuate between mm. two and four kilos a day. So unless you're weighing yourself at the same time every day or to know your fluctuating points, then you're not going to know. But in saying that though, because you're not eating, you're still calorie, you're in a, still in a calorie deficit. You can't mm. be eating more than you're walking, exercising, or just basically burning it off as you sit around to do nothing like it doesn't like there's no physical way that you could be eating more calories than you're supposed to oh so you will still be yeah yeah look i'm i'm worried about that too like i feel that at the moment i'm just craving sweets and i can't figure out why Mm -hmm. i feel that I'm drinking too much caffeine, but it's the only thing that's fueling me at the moment. I'm just fueled by caffeine and rage and that's how I function for the day. But I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm food wise, I'm not reverting to anything like, like it was, um, where I just, like, like I just, you know, you'd be having a shit day and you're hungry and you're like, oh, let's just go get, you know, all the Maccas. Order everything on the menu, thanks. Like nowhere near that. Like now, like I've been coming down on the McDonald's just because it's so easy to get, and yeah. sometimes you just have to eat something. Um, mm. I'll have a cheeseburger, but I'll take the top off because it makes me feel sick if I don't. Um, it's just too much bread. Um, but I'm still one hundred percent worried that I'm stretching it back out and going to slip into old patterns. So, yeah. I think. I think it's something that I'm going to have to talk to a professional about. I don't know. I don't think I want to talk to a nutritionist because I feel they judge you and I don't want to be judged. Mm. So it yeah. might just be worth speaking to someone, not for you or if you want to, but um, I'm just saying for my thing, I want someone with like a, like a 
an idea of what I'm going through, I guess. Yeah. But see, for you, though, the thing is that you have youth on your side. And not by so much, you, but yeah. Not by much. But you also have the, uh, um, because of your age, you have the ability for things to recover a lot quickly than I did, a lot more quick than I did. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, we're probably at equal points now, physical, like how we feel wise, mm-hmm. but there are still some things in your timeline that are a lot different. Like when I was at your months, the eight months or whatever it was, I still couldn't eat bread. I've just got back into bread in the last month and I'm not eating it every day, but you know, I can eat a proper sandwich, not a proper full sandwich, but like if I just get some canned salmon or something like that and take half the can out and put it between two slices of bread, I can eat that. I think the, the personal trainer is going to help a little bit Mm -hmm. because of the other health things that I've had going on. I've been very tired and very lethargic. Uh, and I, so I'm at, I, I'm, I'm not swimming anywhere near as much as I was. Um, and I need to get back into it. Uh, the thing is that I haven't been feeling very well this last week in particular, I haven't been feeling very well at all. Uh, the thing is that I, I know some of it, I know actually quite a lot of it is physical, but then we're getting onto the mental health side and it's the fact that I'm feeling tired and lethargic because I still have a bit of a health issue. Uh, but also I'm starting to get down on myself a little bit because I believe, and after this conversation, I think I might actually be wrong, but I've been believing that I've been eating far too much, which has not helped with my progress, which makes me feel like I'm taking two steps back, which brings me down on myself. But I think it's like, in your putting yourself back into PTSD land where hmm. when you were when you were eating how you could normally eat um so pre-surgery I feel that you're eating and a lot of our eating a lot of our overeating is emotional eating hmm. um and when you emotional eat you know you you it makes you feel worse about yourself it sends mm. you down that path of I feel like shit now. And I think that you thinking that you're overeating is sending you back down that path. Well, wrong. you do have that that thought to yourself. And I actually only had it yesterday. Like I I don't get overly worked up and emotional about it. I just sit there and wonder, right? Yeah. Um, but I was just kind of sitting there yesterday going, Jesus Christ, did I just spend all of this money for nothing? Yeah. You know, have I just gone to all of this pain and effort and anguish and financially, I mean, yeah, I came out of my super, but still, it's still my money. Yeah. Um, have, you know, have I done all of this to start going back? I don't want to be a revision story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, well, I had to go in for revision surgery and now I'm finally at it. Like, you know, this is my one chance. And sometimes I feel like I've let myself down. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's that little fighter voice in me that's going, but you're not putting on weight. Yeah. You're eating this food, which now that I sit back and think about it, it's not a lot. If you put everything that I ate onto a table for the week and said, this is what Cass eats for the week, 
it wouldn't even like fill up half a coffee table. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I had two bowls of pasta today, but it was pretty much the only thing I've eaten. Yeah. So, um, you know. But the, you're not doing that every day. No. You're no, not, not eating pasta every day. And that's where the problem lies is because we eat so little when we do eat, we have to make sure it counts. Mm. So that, and I, cause I'm, I'm going through phases. The last week I've been pretty good. Cause I, I showed you my meal preps and that's what I've had. And I changed it up to beef. And then I think I did another round of beef and I changed out the salad for like a bruschetta like salad. And I feel like I eat a lot of salad. It's still probably only half a cup of salad but I I feel that I can eat more of that than I can meat because meat tends to sit really heavy whereas salad doesn't like I don't obviously I don't have lettuce because you know the devil's devil's leaves Um, but that I'm like looking at my food I'm like am I eating too much and then I'm like well it's all relatively good stuff like it's not I'm not eating yeah, but Anything. we've 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 already said that your body tells you when you're eating too much anyway. It does. And then I and then I have to go back to like, okay, am I full or am I just eating it because it's there? So I sort of have to check. But and you know what sucks? And I think the this is where the casino fucking fucked us over. Fuck you guys. Glad you got a hundred million dollar fine and losing your license. Couldn't give a fuck. But you get, and I don't know if anyone has worked at a casino, but you get 15 minute breaks every hour. If you're a dealer, if you're a supervisor, you get 20 minutes, but that's not a long time to go and eat something. So when you did do it, we would have to eat within 20 minutes and I still eat so quickly. I have to, I have to check myself. Um, because I'll eat really quickly and I'll feel sick. Yeah. Um, and then I have to like check myself going. Cause, so now what I do is I'll cook the boys their dinner and I'll stand up in the kitchen and I'll take a few bites and then I'll go and wash the dishes or do something. Like I have to stand and walk around to remind myself not to eat so quickly. And that also ties in with the fact that if you're hungry, you eat quicker. Mm. So it's, yeah. So it's, just this whole big mental game that you play with yourself constantly. And then like you said, did I just waste all this money and then I'm going to stretch my stomach back out and I'm going to be as miserable as I was prior. But as I said, I think the personal trainer is going to help a little bit. I mean, it's it's motivating that holds you accountable as well because well that's and that's what I said to a friend the reason why I'm doing it is because I'm now going to be held accountable and it's a great idea and I have to when I'm like feeling a bit down or I'm feeling a bit lazy and I'm like I don't really want to go to the gym but when I do go and I haven't been the last week but it's not because I don't want to go it's because I've had no time Um, And I do classes. I don't just go and randomly find a treadmill that I can't figure out how to work. When I do go to that class, fuck, it feels good when I finish. And I just. I'm the the same when I go swimming. Yeah. It's just the getting there. That was our our TED talk on bariatric surgery and mental health, I feel. 
Yeah. Don't anyone worry. I'm going to be okay. You just, the, the important thing to remember is that you self-doubt a lot and you sometimes don't trust in the process. And just because you've had a bad week or two doesn't negate the 60 weeks prior. Correct. It, it just means that I'm in a bit of a slump. I, 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 can't, I think I need to duck down to Chemist Warehouse. Hi, Chemist Warehouse. Priceline didn't sponsor us. Will you? Um, head I down thought it was pronounced Chemist Warehouse. House. That's how uh, it was pronounced. It's a warehouse. <laughs> it's it's Chemist Warehouse. If you sponsor us, we'll get your name right. We'll get your name right. Yep. Um, might buy a box or something like that of shakes just to keep uh, just in case. Try that for a few days and see if that resets me. Sleep, sleep, eating right, and lots of water is probably the three best things. If you mm-hmm. don't want to have this surgery and you want to give it a good old go and try and lose this weight, because sleeping eight hours between seven and eight hours is perfect for women. As I was, I was actually watching a doctor speak about it, and so actually, our we have what's called hormone reserves. Our hormone reserves replace when we sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why women don't function well off broken sleep or less than eight hours. And men, actually, their hormone reserves are in their testicles. So they actually replace while they're awake. So their hormone reserves are constantly being replaced. So that's See, once again, the men get it good. Yeah. I want to talk about... Season 15, episode 5. We're on to the reading challenge. Mini challenge was the reading challenge. Can I just say, Marsha, 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 she needs to step it up. Really step does. She's not listening. Up. She's not listening. No. And she's a good drag queen. Mm. Step it up. She did really well in Snatch Game. If she had stepped up her runway and her makeup. You could have won. I reckon she would have won that because Tim Gunn, very good. I, 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 and also I think her name should be Marsha Cubed. Just saying. I think her Insta is Marsha times three. Marsha Cubed sounds better. So it does, but it's, yeah, it sounds smarter. It's like, oh yeah, maths. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reading challenge. The reading challenge. Only one read per very... person. Yeah, but you know what? Oh, no, a couple of them had like two or three. Only Lucy. There was no fizzes. Maybe a little bit. But can I just tell you my favourite one? Yeah. And I made a note because, you know, I normally don't make my notes, right? So it was Mistress uh, What's-Her-Face Brooks. After hearing you sing, I think I understand homophobia. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Mistress Isabel Brooks had two. That was her second uh-huh. one. Lucy mm-hmm. Laduca had three reads mm-hmm. that were out. But yeah, like everyone else got one read, yeah. which makes me think that the rest of them were boring. Um, Probably. And then they, of course, what I don't understand what the point of winning the mini challenge was because they didn't get to, she didn't get to choose deems. They were randomly no, assigned. No, but they still got to like give him some cash. Oh, she's got she big got, name yeah, sponsors got, now. 
Yeah, she got twenty five hundred. But yeah. I was looking at because I was watching. I'm all what also watching All Star season seven. They are sponsored by MTV, so they that was technically the first season of MTV that they did. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like that's oh, right, when they okay. went to two hundred thousand. Okay, they went to the MTV money. MTV money. So we had yeah. a design challenge. The three fashion houses: mm-hmm. House of Cressley, House of Matthews, and yep. House of Visage. The hilarious Ross Matthews. I think the right person won. I know you don't like her, but mm-hmm. I know you're going to say. I'm... No, I'm actually going to agree with you. Okay. However, had she have split it with Sasha Colby, it would have been okay because Sasha Colby in that swimming thing with a bitch. Body, oddy, 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 oddy. Yeah, we get it. Days. You wrapped the fabric around you, but you were just biased towards the flamingos. Probably. You know how you like your flamingos. I do love my flamingos. Yeah. I liked Lux. She she worked it. She was. Can we just talk about proportionizing? Proportionizing. Say it with us now. Proportionizing. Proportionizing. Jax. Proportionizing. You needed shoulder pads, love. Because you were so square. You and you didn't cinch because you had your midriff flashed. So you just look like a like a cute. You look like SpongeBob SquarePants is what you look like. Apparently she pads. I didn't see him under the what's the pleated skirt that flows out anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. These young queens, some of them, this has been said by somebody else. This is not my opinion. I am just retweeting it. Some of the young queens feel that they don't need to pad and don't need to cinch and because this is their drag aesthetic and all of this other stuff. And that's fine. When you're doing your own kind of drag, the thing is that when you have an assignment and you're working with two or three or four other people, you know, you're going to actually have to My argument put is fucking foam on your fucking hips and Sling on your skirt and go for it, sweetheart. Don't My, give boy body. It's not right. It's a design challenge, though. So you are supposed to make that garment look fantastic. Yeah. No one wants to wear these tiny little shoulders. They're going to make you look like a cube. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, she should have been in the bottom. Uh-huh. Can I ask what you thought, and then I'll give you my opinion. Okay. Uh, is it Malaysia, whatever fox, the one who had the big hat with the? I didn't drapers. hate it. I, I hated it. I, I don't. I'm looking at it because I've watched it twice now, and every time yeah. she walks out and they talk about it, and they go, "Oh my god!" And I'm looking at it, going, "Are we looking at the same thing?" I see what she was going for, though, and I. Oh, actually... I see that too, but she there was no. She didn't pull it off. There is Look, no way she should have been in the top two. I don't think. Well, she's. It's. Is it top three or top four? Yeah, but. Uh, uh, well, according to her, she believes that she came in second, right? No, Sasha Colby did. For sure. Oh, okay. 
What, what, what are we talking about? Lux, no, Lux Noir London believed that she was second or something. I can't remember. Someone, someone no, thinks Sasha, that Sasha Colby for sure came in second. I don't care what Lux Noir says. But so I believe Amethyst should have gone home. Been in the bottom twice. You know, that was not a it was not a great outfit. I don't believe that Selena S. Titty should have been in the bottom. Jack should have been in the bottom. I actually didn't hate Selena S. Titty's. If she took Same. the skirt off and just yep. had the bodysuit and the jacket that she had, like the, the mm-hmm. blanket, and then revealed the bodysuit. I actually body really suit. liked that. Because, okay, so here's the thing that fashion and these fashion shows are an exaggerated version of what you would actually wear. Mm-hmm. So I would have actually worn what Selena, if it was out of any of them, I probably would have worn what Selena Estides was wearing, to be honest. It looks like I'd wear something down the street. Like, it was not obviously not a blanket, but, you know, I'm cold all the time, so it works. But yeah, I don't think she should have been in the bottom at all. I think they're setting no. her for her to go, and I'm not happy with that. No, I'm actually really starting to like her. And what I liked in the lip sync was when the skirt fell off her and then like the very next line was like a skirt on yeah, the floor. The skirt it was on almost, the ground. yeah, she knew. It was almost like a, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there is no way that happened by accident. No, no of way. course not. No. Um, She knew she had that lip sync down. I think she knew that she was lip syncing maybe, which is weird because all four of them were the sewing queens. Mm. Or Mayari, I just want her to go. Not a fan. Mm. I think Aura Mayari probably should go next. I think Jax will go next, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, her drag is a little bit too on the tomboy side. She keeps going, I'm a tomboy character. I'm like, but but you're but you're already a tomboy. You're trying to make yourself not a tomboy. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm just I'm not feeling her drag. No. No. But uh we said goodbye to Amethyst. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it too. I am. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I was just thinking about it now, and I actually really like that like cloak train thing that Selena S. Cities had. I liked it. I liked it. I, you know what? Because it was unusual. Different. It's unusual. It was different. It was unusual. You know, Ari. It was, you know, and you can roll your eyes all you want, but I thought Sasha Colby looked amazing. Yeah, we got it. Okay, so it's time for that what she don't be doing. And what she don't be doing. So I am doing this week Mystique Summers, who of course was in season two. I wrote when she was eliminated, but I didn't write what season. So, she was in season two of RuPaul's Drag Race. She is gunning for All-Stars. She's actually petitioned World of Wonder to try and be All-Stars in 2020, but that has not happened. So, she was gone in episode three, but she should have been gone in episode two, but she did the splits on the runway, and she was saved. She started the revolution. She did. So she obviously brought us, bitch, I'm from Chicago. When she had a fight with Morgan Michaels in Untucked. She's done 
a lot of interviews about that and she's trying I feel that she's very reserved because she wants to get onto All Stars because she mm-hmm. did allude in one of her interviews that they didn't show the whole argument. She also was the one that said, I love my two peas and a biscuit. Mm-hmm. And fuck them skinny bitches, it's a big girl's world. So she was not ready for drag race by any means. She didn't have enough drag. She her makeup was horrendous. She had cheap wigs. I get it. Like, you know, they didn't have that much money. I totally I totally get that. She's ready for drag race now. She is on Instagram. She's very uh current. She's on YouTube. She does a lot of um makeup reviews. She's just done the 40 colors of Dior. She's just reviewed Dior Beauty. Uh all her Socials are at Mystique Summers, Instagram, uh, auto corrected to Twister, but that's Twitter. Twitter. And so she, the, she was, went to RuPaul's Dragon in 2022 and she did an interview with someone who should not be interviewing anyone. I can't remember her name, but she interviews all these people and she's the worst interviewer ever. She's also got a YouTube channel. She's got 5K subscribers. She's got 50K subscribers for Instagram. She mainly posts in boy on her YouTube, like not a lot in drag. And you can get a cameo from her for $36 dues. I don't know what that is in American money, but that's what you can get for Australian money. So it'd be a lot cheaper. Um, she looks elevated, her mug painted. Great. She's lost weight too. Lost heaps of weight. Heaps of weight. Um, and she does a lot of shows in Texas, which is where she's from. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. She still speaks to Morgan McMichaels. They're still friends. Then there was no bad, bad blood. So she left on her country look and her country look was also the look she used for the challenge. So she had makeup all over it as well. And Mm -hmm. she did, she said, oh, I didn't want to offend the people in Texas who are my friends. This is what we're wearing if we go out. I think that's a cop out. She just didn't have enough drag. I feel that she just didn't have enough clothes, which yeah. is fair enough. Like, you know, what are you going to do? But I think that she should be a good candidate for All Stars season eight. So, yeah, that's my What She Done Be Doing. Follow her on Insta. She's still active. Um, she does a lot of skincare stuff. And Get her on to All Stars eight. Yeah, so she did petition. So the local drag shows for Sydney and Melbourne. So for Sydney, we have Cabaret Le Queers, All That Fossey, a World Pride uh, event at 6pm on the 23rd of February at the Vanguard in Newtown. Poof Doof Drag Brunch at Coogee Pavilion, 18th and 25th of February and 4th of March with Dominic Top, also featuring Kaylin Klein, Dammit Janet, Far Enough and Can't Afford with I Just Got Can't Afford. I just got it. Yeah, I didn't get it last week. I, I got, just I got, got it last time. Man, well, I was struggling reading last week for some reason. Um, so can't afford with can't afford. I just, that's a good one. As uh, with special guest Ruby Slipper, eighteenth uh, of February bookings are essential. Gee, my Slayer on Saturdays with Maxi Shield. Uh, this week's guest, I think next week's guest, I believe, is Coco Jumbo. It's someone different every week. Uh, at the Oxford shows are at 8 and 9 p.m. 
So we have Drink and Draw with our lovely friend, uh, the fabulous Wonder Mama, 18th of February at Parramatta, which is a World Pride event, 24th of February, February at Rhodes, the 3rd of March at Dremoyne, the 4th of March at Parramatta, it's another World Pride event, the 31st of March at Rhodes, and the 28th of April at Dremoyne. We also have Kath and Kim Drag Bingo with Prada Clutch and Conchita Grande, 11th of March, DYRSL Club, 22nd of April, North's Camaray, and the 29th of April at Wenty Leagues. We have a new event also, I'm Queer, Get Into It, Thursdays, 10 p.m. at Universal with Space Horse, Eli Crawford, and Tina Bickey. That's a good name too, Tina Bickey. And in Melbourne, uh, our friends who are Melbourne drag queens, can you start sending us some stuff? Because I'm struggling to find things, okay? Flamingo Bingo Night at Lower Moorabbin on the 3rd of March with Tyranny and Ivana Kebab. Doors open at 7 p.m. and balls drop at 8 p.m. Drag Bingo on the 16th of March, 7 p.m. at The Grove, hosted by Spencer Street with special guest Lady Lou Bricant. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, right? That's a, okay. Can't afford. I can't believe it took me two weeks to figure <laughs> that one out. So don't forget to hit the like, hit like and subscribe. And don't forget to listen to us on podcast platforms. I'm not allowed to list them all. Hayley gets the shit, so I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Good. Uh, all of them. We're on all of them. Just find we're it. We're on all of them. We're on all of them. And don't forget, if you're one of those uh, lovely drag performers out there who would like to come on and have a bit of a chat with us so we can find out more about you and everybody else can find out more about you, don't forget to hit us up on Insta in the DMs. Direct message. Yeah, I'm all over it now. That I, I totally forgot discreet message and then it popped into my head just as I was about to say direct message. Um, and don't forget to follow us on Insta at Drag Me Out Official, and we also have a Facebook page now. So you know, don't forget to follow us there. And we are also on the Tiki Talk. Yeah, we are also on the Tiki Talk. Everything is Drag Me Out Official. We just want to thank you for listening to us and. This episode may not have been as funny this week, but, you know, we also, this podcast is about bariatric surgery as well. And you can make light of it sometimes, but if people who are going through it or are thinking about going through it, if you can hear our struggles, it may make you feel a little bit better about your own. Well, Pride is just about to start in Sydney. Everything's starting to look a rainbow and trans flag and all of the other flags. It's uh, starting to look very, very, very colourful in old Sydney town. But uh, that's enough for me. What about you? You got anything? Questions, qualms, queries. No, I'm good. Thanks. Wonderful. Bye. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.